Hello and welcome back to another episode of Down on the Gridiron, a look into Maple River football with your host Elijah Lippert, aka Franchise, and talking with assistant coach for Maple River, Mike Swela. Thanks as always for listening and go Eagles. All right, back with you, Mike. Uh, thanks for coming on again, as always, to talk to Maple River football. So we'll get right into the Central Norwood Young America game. Um, I was looking at Max preps to look at the final and all that. Um, and at least what they had online, uh, were you guys down quite a bit at halftime and made a second half comeback? Yeah, we're down 24-7 at halftime. Okay, so that's why I wanted to start then. Uh, we'll get into some details here in a minute, but when you're down 17 like that at halftime, um, what was, obviously you guys turned it around the second half, but uh, what was kind of the message at halftime uh, to the team? Just got, we just got to play better. Um, we we changed our defense lineman back, back to uh, – the original base that we came in the game with and uh the defense played better um we could get a more of a pass rush on the quarterback we hit the quarterback a couple times and make him move his feet um our offensive line played outstanding the second half um we the first half we just couldn't get nothing going if, if we ran the ball a little bit then we throw the ball on third down and we dropped the ball i mean it, we had probably three drops on first down and they're just drive killers. And uh, <laughs> it was just one of those things that first half, we're just looking at each other. It's like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. And we just couldn't make nothing work. And um, we just had to have a break. We had to have – the kids had to have a break, settle down, uh, compose themselves, and the coaches too. We we just had a big talk of what we're going to do differently. And, and uh, it worked. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so starting with the first half then, uh, and then we'll get into the second half too, of course, but you said you guys had some drop passes, which were drive killers. Uh, did you guys have some turnovers in the first half too, or was it mostly just making mistakes and, uh, you know, having to punt the ball? We did have one turnover in the first half. Uh, it was right away in the first quarter. It was, it was pretty much the scoreless first quarter. Um, we fumbled the ball probably on the 25, 30-yard line. Uh, it was just a fumble out on the handoff between Landon and, and Tim. And the defense held them to a field goal. They have a really nice field goal kicker. Uh, he kicked the 36-yarder, and, and that was pretty much scoring of the first first quarter. Um, and then uh, we that was the only turnover we had. And we had one touchdown ourselves, our only pretty much play – meaningful play of the first half of Landon Fox uh, bubble screen to Mason Shermer down the sidelines. Will had a nice block, took out a couple of their defenders, and Mason just zoomed down the sidelines like he always does. Nice. How uh, how many yard bubble screen was it, you know? 50, 59. Okay. So, yeah, that's a big-time play then for sure. Yep. So that – and then uh, what were – 
we talked a little bit about the offensive struggles, but what were they able to do successfully against your guys' defense that first half to really build that lead? They threw the ball. They threw the ball really well. Um, when they started throwing the ball more, we went more to a dime defense, and, and uh, we're just rushing three and dropping eight. And man under, uh, and he just had too much time to throw. And, and we're, we were close on most of our defense uh, plays, but he just, they either made a good throw, a good catch. It just, it was just, it was crazy. It, we just couldn't get, get anything going right. And they had some long throws and everything went wrong. That could go wrong that first half. So it sounds based on what, what you just said, you had some guys close in coverage, but they were making nice catches or just fitting it in there. I mean, it's not like you guys had way off on, Coverage. Nope. Nope. like we only had one one broken coverage for a touchdown, but uh, other than that, that was it, and uh, that was a twenty six yarder, pretty much to end the first half, the last okay. quarter, and uh, um, won the second half, and we're a new team. Yep. So third second half, we came out and um, they got the ball first, and they're driving down the field and. Will Sellers had an interception on, I believe it was fourth down, uh, about their 20-yard line. And then uh, we went down the field and scored. And then they came back and drove the field again um, and missed the field goal. And then I believe we scored every time we touched the ball in the second half. Wow, there you go. Um, How far was the field goal they missed, you know? About the same distance, about thirty-five yards. Okay. Uh, he just didn't get under under the ball and never never got above the lineman. Oh really? Okay. So just didn't get air under it. Okay. Um. So when did you guys? So uh, back to the first half just for a second, and then we'll get back to the second half. I know you said that first half they were passing so much. You guys started doing a little bit of a dime defense. When was it you guys started going from your base defense that first half kind of into a dime look? Middle of, sec- middle of first quarter. Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second quarter, you said they only had three at half, so they must have had a big second quarter with three touchdowns and then and then you guys decide to go back into your base again, second half, and it must have worked very well then. It did. Yes, it did. And then, uh, yeah, how were you guys? Um, how were you guys able to get it moving the second half? I mean, were you guys able to get a run game established to set up the pass, or being down seventeen, did you have to pass more until you got back in it, or how did you guys? climb back into it on the offensive side of the ball. It was all running. We we had some passing, but overall the whole game, um, it was mostly run. Okay. And it pounded down between the uh, some sweeps by Shermer and Tim Buckholz running up the middle. Um, the offensive line just did a great job controlling the line of scrimmage second half, and, and we just wore them down. And once we wore them down, we just kept on pounding on them. And, and uh, yeah, it, it, all of our – all of our drives were long and took time. Yep, there you go. Just warm out. Second half. Yep. Uh, and then uh, 
you said Will Sellers had the big interception. Did you guys have some other turnovers on defense in the second half too, or were you just holding them and making them punt? Or and yep. then well, you said they had the one missed field goal too, but yep, uh, yep. After that missed field goal, they didn't hardly have any any more yards after that. We after we got scored to about uh, twenty one twenty four. I don't think they hardly had a first down again, except for at the end of the game. They uh, we just got we just got pressure on them, and they're just he got hit a couple times. Cooper got him good once, and Tobias and Jameson got him once, and um, he just had happy feet and and didn't want to get hit anymore. And he's just missing missing his passes that he was completing the first down. Yeah, it shows what what once you start getting pressure on a guy like that, you know. Uh, Sometimes they can get half your feet, like you said, once you hit them a few times. So, yeah, uh, and things can start going totally different. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's the quarterback. He's a three-year starter. We've we've seen him three years now, and uh, we knew he was a good quarterback, and it showed again. Yeah, especially that first half. It sounds like. Um, so yeah, what uh, you want to get into some stats then from the game? I think we got into a pretty good what you know happened first half and second half. So uh, what were some of the stats from the game for you guys? So we had uh, 369 total yards of offense, and they had 366. Uh, passing, we had 97. They had 347. Um, rushing, we had 272 yards rushing, and they had 19. Um, let's see, turnovers was one apiece. Uh, time possession was, we were at 26 minutes to their 21. Um, individual stats, Landon Fox was eight for 21 and 97 yards and that one touchdown to Mason Schirmer. Rushing wise, uh, Tim Buckholz had 144 yards rushing on 20 carries. Mason Schirmer had Six rushes for 87 yards and two touchdowns. So he had three touchdowns on the game. Um, Landon Fox had 13 yards for 46 yards and two touchdowns. We we uh, ran the quarterback draw quite a bit, and with with uh, Tim Buckholz leading leading the way, and made a lot of a lot of progress there. You said he had 13 carries for 46 yards and two touchdowns. Landon. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, receiving wise, Mason had uh, five receptions, five receptions for 74 yards and a touchdown. Will had two receptions for 23 yards, and Whiteber had one reception. And that's that's the offensive stats that we had. Um, defensive wise, Tim Buckholz had five tackles. Hayden Ebor had five. Landon Fox four. Whiteber three and a half. Mason Shermer and Chad Shule had three. Tobias had two and a half, and then we just worked our way down from there. Yeah, and then uh, did you say you guys had a couple of sacks this game too, or you were just able to hit him even if you didn't sack him a couple of times? I don't believe we had a sack on the on the day. We just we hit him right as he threw the ball. I looked him through and the yep. stats. I can't remember back, but the stats aren't showing any sacks, but uh, okay. definitely got hit. 
Yeah, I was just curious. All right. So, yeah, it sounds like uh, the message at halftime slash guys uh, keeping their head up and not giving up. And, you know, you guys were able to make a comeback in the second half and take it to them next second half. So um, that's always a good thing when you see that uh, even in the face of some adversity and being down big, you guys can make a comeback. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're really proud of the boys. You know, it doesn't happen. It hasn't happened in a long time that we were down like that um, and, and came back. So I'm proud of the boys that they had that in them and, and uh, they fought and man, were they tired at the, at the end of the game? Cause it took a lot of work to come back and uh, they did a great job and we're just proud of them. They're- Absolutely. All right. So let's uh, move on to preview the big homecoming game a little bit coming up Saturday uh, against Blue Earth. Um, it looks like they, you know, I know they've faced a few, well, most, uh, a few for sure, maybe even most of the same teams you guys have faced. I don't remember the exact comparison, but I know they've beat them some of the teams you guys did too. Um, but it looks like they've been putting up quite a few points on some of those teams. And I know you guys put up quite a few on some of the same teams, but uh, what does Blue Earth do well offensively? Uh, they do a little bit of both. They they still can pound, pound the ball. They, they like having that sniffer, which we call an H-back, right behind their guard. Uh, and uh, they, they, they pound both sides of the ball. They'll lead with the sniffer and pull a guard and lead with the running back and and Ashton Lloyd will run the ball. Um they'll hand it off some to to the Johnson kid or to uh Parker Myers and then Parker will line up in the kind of in a, a wildcat formation. Um but they're really throwing the ball this year. Uh Ashton Lloyd is I I heard some stats but I don't remember them. But he's had a great year throwing the ball and he throw he can he can throw it deep. So it's a lot different than last year where we just had to decide and, and figure out which way they're going to run. Where this year we got to stop the run and the pass. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, are they pretty good defensively too, or do you think you guys have some ways you can attack them and score points on them, or do you think uh, the points will become hard to come by, or uh, how are what do you guys see defensively from Bluers? <laughs> Uh, they're pretty good. I mean, they haven't given up a lot of points. They gave up 12 to Wyndham, 12 to Lake Crystal, 26 to Jackson, and 7 to LeSueur, 12 to Sibley East. So they're solid. Um, they got some big dudes in the middle uh, in their D-line. So that pretty much stops running up the middle, I think. And uh, they fly around and just make plays. Yeah. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> I know you said you don't see uh, a lot of success up the middle, um, but obviously you guys have a good run team, so you expect to try to attack them with some of those, uh, you know, sweeps and stuff to the outside then. Do you think that's how you can get some rushing yards against them? Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, everybody's everybody's uh, knows where Mason lined up, you know, with the sweeps and the bubbles and um but they got they got they know where Tim's at. But, um, yeah, it's it's gonna be a grind. It's gonna be good. Um, we have to just take what they what they give us again, and uh, see how they align to our formations and 
and pick away at it. Right. And then uh, as far as being able to beat Blue Earth, uh, what would be some of your keys to the game to uh, be able to beat them? What do you guys have to do well, do you think? Um, we got to stop Ashton. You know, I think what we need to do is get a lead and make them, make them one-dimensional, right? So they, so they throw the ball and we can pin our ears back and go after them. That's, that's, that's what I think we need to do. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be a grind out, grind out football game. It's, it's just going to be a good football game. It's, it's two rivals. It's homecoming. You know, uh, they've had their way with us for some years now, and last year we got them twice. So they're looking forward to getting that win column back. Uh, yeah, it, it's just <laughs> it's going to be a tough football game, and I think we're going to have a big crowd. It's Saturday afternoon game. It's going to be it'll be like last year. They're both good football games. Yeah, because last year you beat them in the regular season, and then you beat them in the playoffs, right? Yep, yep. I don't remember the exact score of regular season. I want to say like 28-14, somewhere in there. But then in, uh, in Maple River, in the, in the semis of the section, we won 8-7 to seven in overtime. It was 0-0 after regulation. Yeah, that's crazy. So did uh, based on the eight seven score, then they must have uh, got what a touchdown an extra point right away, and then you guys answered back with the touchdown and decided to go for the win in we the did. playoff. Yep, we did. It's a crazy call by Coach Drager, but the boys made it happen, and uh, we moved on. It was it was a, a crazy game. I mean, I still think of that game because it's. I watched it again, and it just—it was just a crazy, great high school football game. Yeah, games like that are awesome. I mean, you don't—even though high-scoring games can be fun in their own right, I still appreciated a good defensive battle too. So games like that, I definitely appreciate. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, it's crazy because not only did you win that eight-seven game against Blue Earth, but. Both losses last year, including at State, were eight to seven. Correct against yep. Red Valley and at the state tournament. Yep, against West Central was eight seven. Also, oh. yeah, it was, it was it was crazy, but I can't believe it's already week six or week seven. Right. Hold on, let me think. It's six this year. This week, it's week six already. Because you guys play how many total in the regular season? Is it ten? Eight. Oh, it's eight. Okay. Yep. So. So to finish up the year, we play Saturday against Bluearth at home. And then Thursday, we go up to uh, LeSueur and play. And then Wednesday at home against Sibley East uh, for the MEA game. Okay. That's, so that's MEA. And then uh, and then do playoffs start the next week, or is it two weeks later that playoffs start? No, the playoffs start the following Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday, Tuesday Saturday. Two week, two games that week. Oh, it is okay. But yeah, I yep. forgot that they do that. Yep. All right. So um, I know a big part of this probably depends on how you guys do against Blue Earth this week. But as of right now, um, and obviously you had the big game against Blue Earth coming up, which will determine a lot. But where are you guys in the section right now? Do you know? Um, Blue Earth and I. Blue Earth and I, Blue Earth and us are tied for second place behind St. Clair. St. Clair is undefeated. Um, oh, okay. Yep, yep. And I, I suspect they'll finish undefeated. So it's gonna, 
it's going to take a lot to jump them in the QRF and and because that's how everything's based. Uh, so we'll see. You know, we just got to take that one game at a time ahead of us and and see where our, the cards fall. Uh, I, I I suspect Lyle is going to stay number one and and Blue Earth and us will stay two and three depending on who beats wins this game and I'll okay. determine you know the the section. Yep. Huh. So what? Uh, so Saint Clair Loyola, they're in they are in your section, but do they? I mean, do they play some smaller schools with the conference they're in, or do they play all two A schools? They play. They they play a lot of. I guess it's. I'm looking at their schedule right now. They half and half. They play four games against single-A schools and four games against double-A schools. Their double-A schools are Richland, Blooming, Prairie, Waterville, Legion, and Medford. Okay. Yeah. And who do they play for class-A schools? They played uh, USC, Janesville, Mayor Luther, and they finished the season against GFW. So I, that'll be a good game. They play Waterville this, this week and Medford, and they both got one win. Uh, GFW, I'll plant on them quick. I think GFW is a pretty good team. You're saying they have been in the past. I'm just looking look at their their uh, four and one right now. They're four and one. Um, <clears throat> they lost the mayor though the first game of the year, and and uh, St. Clair beat Mayor Mayor Luther, so. And we'll find out because uh, GFW's got to play Blooming this week. So we'll kind of see what they got. Right. Yeah, for sure. Did you guys, uh, in your trip to state last year, or in earning a trip to state, did you guys have to play St. Clair at all last year, or were they out of it and you didn't have to play them? They were the four seed last year. Um, so – um, let's see how that worked out. They, Blooming beat them in the second round of playoffs pretty handily, 40-some in the teens, I believe. Uh, so we, even though St. Clair is, what, 10 miles, 15 minutes away from us, uh, they've been in their section for a couple of years now. Once they combined with Loyola, they, they they came back up to two-way. Yep. Still haven't seen them. We still haven't crossed paths. So one of these years we'll cross paths with them. I hope it's this year. Because I know, uh, well, and then on top of that, uh, you said next year the schedule changes too, right? Because you kind of keep the same schedule for two years, I think you said, after church one day. Is that right? Yep, that is right. We So, we, you know, last year's schedule is the same schedule, just changes who's at home and away. And then every two years they they uh, sometimes realign sections and, and uh, districts. Okay, and, and uh, yeah, that that'll come out next year. However, that how that works out. Yeah, so I guess we'll see if uh, you know. Hopefully, you get a shot at them in the playoffs, but uh, we'll see too if uh, they're on the schedule at all. You know, next year or not. Yep, that'd be fun. It'd be fun to to play some of the teams closer to us. You know, in Richland, we used to have a great rivalry with in Richland. Yep. Um haven't seen them for. Oof. I it's probably been two years for sure. Um, we've been going out to the to the west of 
Laverne's and Redwoods and Jackson's. So it'd be nice to get St. Clair and Waterville and New Richland back on our schedule again to, to play yeah. our rivals, kind of, per se. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So are you guys in different conferences now? Is that part of it, or is it all based on districts now and you're in different districts, or how does that all work? It's districts. So I don't know how exactly it works. It seems like Highway 22 divides our district. So we it goes all the way up to – our district consists of uh, Norwood, Sibley, Sibley East, um, the sewers in there, Bluers, and us. I think that's five. I think that's the five in our district. And remember, there must be a sixth one. Okay. Uh, but and then that district goes to the west. So it's 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 goofy how they do it, and and, and how he has some single A schools in there, and some double A schools, triple A schools, four A New Alms in our district. We played them four years ago. So it's. I, I don't I don't understand why what they do, but we just play the teams they put in front of us, I guess. So some years you have to play other teams in your district, even if they're bigger or smaller. Huh? Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And you and you said New Orleans four four A or three A. Four. Yeah, we played years. Well, three years ago, I think we played them up in New Orleans, right before the COVID. Before COVID, that was our that was that group of teams we had new home on our schedule wow well, that, i know it's three years ago but was it a competitive game or do you remember oh, oh yeah that was a great game they had some they, it was on their turf up in new home and they had uh uh it was a score it came down right to the last play of the game i think we got stopped at the, at the goal line late in the game um it, it was a good game yep wow all right. Well, I think uh, I asked the questions I wanted to get taken care of, and uh, I'll be there Saturday. I uh, actually I'm gonna bring Dixie and um, tailgate beforehand. I talked I talked to Dusty, and he said I can grill out there. So Dixie and I are gonna grill out before the game, and should be oh, yeah. a great atmosphere. And I look forward to it. So uh, good luck. Good luck Saturday, and uh, we'll talk again the following week. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Mike. Yep. Bye. Hopefully everybody liked today's episode of Down on the Gridiron, a look into Maple River football with Mike Suela and your host, Elijah Lippert, a.k.a. Franchise. Hopefully you also appreciated the Don't Stop Believing tune with the introduction. After all, as you heard from Mike, we were down 24 to 7 at halftime and clawed back So against Central Norwood Young America. So I thought it was a very fitting intro song for the day. But thank you as always for listening. And uh, hopefully some of you listening will make it out to the game on Saturday. And go Eagles! <laughs>